Diana, welcome and thank you for agreeing to do this interview. It's my pleasure to talk to you again. <laughs> so, um, you know, I was trying to get that grasp of the new normal and what we think about and what we mean when we talk about the new normal, right? Because we've had all of this crisis and we were all talking about uh, when this is over, mm. what are we going to go back to? So yes. because you, and I would ask you to introduce you a little bit and tell people who you are, what you do and where you are right now. Mm -hmm. And what happened once you started your new normal? Yes. Well, um, I'm Diana. I'm an um, entrepreneurial and a growth mindset coach, and I'm based in Copenhagen, Denmark. Um, we are. We have been opening up slowly for the past maybe month, month and a half now. And um, well, it's, I don't think we're at the new normal yet. <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I think it's going to be a while until it's going to be a new normal. It's still, still new period. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I can, I can tell you a little bit about mm -hmm. how things were here. Where we, we were one of the first countries in Europe to close down, um, close borders and close businesses and work from home. We are also a very small country, <laughs> so <laughs> and very disciplined as well. <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, I think it's it's sometimes it's overlooked. You know, mm -hmm. it's a little bit easier to shut down a 5.5 million inhabitants country um, because there are like cities bigger than <laughs> bigger than the the whole country. So of course, I mean, there's a lot of logistics, right, and a lot of other things implied that you know people tend to oversee when they talk about it. So we are a small country, so we organized very fast. And um, of course, it's also in the, in the culture. There's the culture of trusting the authorities and trusting the government. And uh, there is a culture of wanting to overcome things together. So there is this feeling that we're all in the same boat. Nobody's fighting anyone at all you know everybody's just like okay let's just get it done and that's that's one of the big differences that i've seen as myself not being a, a native danish citizen just um a habitant of denmark <laughs> so it's uh, it's it's different in that from that perspective mm -hmm. and i think this element should should be looked at as well when we talk about new normal and opening and you know there's a lot more involved than what it's told to us or the, the measures that are being taken you know there's a whole lot layer of society and a lot of layers of um, density and you know cultural um, there are many layers that we have to talk about when when we talk about it so and I'm, I'm glad that you mentioned that because that that you know gives us a measure of what happens and what you can do, the things that you can do in a small country compared to a bigger country maybe, or in a country that is more compliant to what authorities decide compared mm. to other countries or other cultures where this doesn't happen so easily. So from a cultural perspective, mm. 
because we when we talk about cultural differences this is what we mean right you do you do things one in way, a different way in mm. a different way uh one way in one country and another way in another country and that is what gives you the the measure of what's going on and the, the culture that we, we live in so yes. i wanted to ask you okay you started to get back to new as you said not normal mm -hmm. and i liked it i like it i like it it's just getting back to new mm -hmm. is almost like uh, back to the future it reminds me of that title <laughs> So um, <laughs> you started to uh, get back to new a month ago. So how was that transition going for you? And you were, you're an entrepreneur, you were used to working from home. You worked um, at home together with your mm -hmm. family during this crisis. And then things started to open up. And how was that for you? Well, you know, it's, it's funny because you, you build these expectations. We all build these expectations of how it would be during the, when, when they will start opening up and you think like, you, you can't wait to jump on and see your friends. And, you know, you can't wait to get your kids to um, kindergarten or whatever, you know, you just kind of, you think that that's what you're going to do once the doors open, you know, and it, it was very surprising to me that that was not the case at all, uh, at least not for us. We've actually waited two weeks before we decided to take the kids back <laughs> because we were playing it safe. You know, we wanted to make sure that there is no outbreak because there was no precedent. So, of course, they were opening up for the small kids to go to institutes, to kindergarten and to, to uh, primary school because they were uh, less... Um, Oh, what was it in the group that they will be less affected uh, mm -hmm. in but still you know it felt like you didn't really want to experiment with your own kids I don't know we had that feeling you know and I know it's very personal because we had a lot of friends who were like no 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 I'm doing this you know I'm taking my kids this is going to be fine I need to get back to a sense of normality in my life and I think both positions are perfectly normal and you know like you can argue for both sides because it's such a personal thing um so i thought that was very funny and as as well as the social side i really thought that we'll be you know you know starting getting out and having coffees again and i don't know it, it's been very gradual you know mm -hmm. it, it at least for for us for me and my family and the friends that we know it, it wasn't that boom of okay let's go maybe also because we we didn't really have where to go out to because the restaurants were closed right <laughs> and the cafes were closed you know so maybe that was why i don't know <laughs> okay so it was and you know what i think it's it's going to be a lot of that once everybody starts getting back because we when we're in quarantine isolated we think ah this is what's gonna happen and this is what i'm gonna do and then when i am in that situation things doesn't go necessarily as i imagine them to go uh, would you say that it's um also a, a little bit of still a little bit of fear mixed with anxiety or mixed with um whatever other feelings and emotions and struggles 
emotional struggles we've had that makes us a little bit more hesitant, a little bit more aware of what we can do, what we want to do, what we don't want to do. Yeah, I mean, I actually thought a lot about it because it's very, it, of course, there's, it's a very interesting time to, to live. Uh, and, <clears throat> and, you know, we are, as human beings, we're not that good with changes. But this is, this is not even a change yet. I mean, there is like small changes, but, you know, the change hasn't materialized yet. So we are constantly in the unknown, meaning that we're constantly not feeling safe. You know, I'm not saying that, you know, you live with the fear of getting the virus. It's just, it's this feeling of insecurity that you, you have constantly. Um, and I, I'm very aware that I'm, I'm talking from a very privileged position. Uh, nobody in my family or my immediate family got affected. Nobody from my friends uh, have had any kind of uh, health problems uh, due to this. I also live in a country that I can feel safe being at home i know that my kids are very much looked after so i know that i'm i'm maybe <laughs> i don't know my perspective is is uh, it is what it is and i'm aware of it i just want to say it um but it there is an element of insecurity or and of fear even so uh because your your life is not the life that you've been living in march <laughs> and that's just three months ago and you know for a fact that it won't be the same again you know the economy is going a bit down you know like all, all sorts of small things you know you go to the supermarkets yes they're stocked and everything but you know there's this avoidance of, <laughs> among people you know you look at each other and you're like yes yes you are not going to cross paths you know <laughs> it's like every there's this little element in your daily life that has it's giving an, you an indication that things are not really comfortable or set, uh, you know? So, yeah, I mean, of course there is anxiety and I think there will be anxiety. Right now we're just in the middle of it. We are not suffering the consequences of it yet, you know? And I think there, that's another element of anxiety that's going to add to it later on, maybe next year. Yeah, it, um, it will come with, with time and it probably... Mm will very much depend on how we create the new of how we continue mm. to create the new every single day because that's what we're doing as you said it's it's in small steps it doesn't have to be anything big i mean no. the change was big and sudden anyway mm. <laughs> but um the, the change of scenery and now we're creating the new in small incremental steps so I, and i think if you look if you look around, you see the new with people wearing masks, with people keeping mm. masks, with uh, lining up in front of the grocery store so you're able to get in. Things that didn't exist before. Uh, where mm. um, I was talking to a class in, in one of the courses about workplace communication and we're discussing body language, we're discussing handshakes and we were discussing mm. handshakes and thinking and wondering about when will the handshake be back and um, talking about it, the new handshake is 
with your the elbow, elbow right yeah. <laughs> so we're, we're changing and these are going to yes. be again these are going to be habits that we're implementing mm. as we go and we don't even realize uh that we're doing that or people mm. say in in their zoom meetings in their virtual meetings as they come into a meeting or uh, saying goodbye we started to wave which didn't happen before it was before we had virtual meetings it was business it was serious it was you would say hello you would say goodbye now yes. we wave <laughs> or we say thank you like that <laughs> or we do this and it's like a, a yes. even zoom implemented some of the emojis with um thumbs up and clapping so it's we're gonna see a whole range of yes. of body language emoticons <clears throat> and expressing ourselves differently but i think we'll always find a way to express ourselves yes absolutely absolutely and it's is something that you said at the beginning that it's um us that's creating the new and what we're creating what the normal will be and that's true because we have there's also the important difference between us um, the government deciding to lock down and us following some measures that were imposed on us, you know, you could agree or disagree, whatever, you had to follow them. But now as they open, it kind of, um, it, the responsibility um, gets to the individual, you know, so you decide how social will you be, you decide when are you going to take your kids to school, you decide how you're going to, you know, act in the opening, you know, uh, in the opening process. And that's a certain beauty to it, but also there's a certain responsibility. And of course, with that, a certain anxiety as well, you know? True. Because, and you have to make decisions, you know? It's not like, oh, you have to stay home because you have to be safe. And you're like, okay, I'm staying at home. I have to be safe. No, now it's about, you have to decide, is this safe for you to go to that party? Is it safe for you to, you know, so now it's up to you to, to decide. So I think we're going to get very creative mm -hmm. in, in our decisions exactly. from now on. Yeah. I think yes. we already got very creative. We've seen a lot of creative uh, displays ever since this crisis started. And this is what a crisis does, right? Because we, mm. when we adapt, we have to be creative. That's adaptation is all about creativity. So, Absolutely. Um, I wanted to ask you because we were talking about um, work and home, and actually, the this whole interview series I called it homework. Yes. <laughs> it's gonna be around for a while, and because um, we are going to have to try to keep a balance between home mm. and work. I don't like to call it work-life balance because we're actually very much alive at work as well. Life happens at work as well. And as we work from home, and a lot of us will still be working from home for a longer period of time now, um, it's going to be a lot of home and work. So yes. I wanted to ask you, because we're all imagining, uh, oh, well, when things open up, I'm going to get back to my my normal schedule to my schedule to working from home not with everybody around me so how mm. was that for you did you find that you were able to get back into your normal schedule or were there things that you were that you missed from 
when you were all together at home? And then did you have, I don't know, when, when kindergartens opened up and you took your, your kids to kindergarten, did you have that empty nest feeling or did you, were you missing any elements of that? Yes, absolutely. And again, you know, it comes back to, to that it's your responsibility, right? Mm -hmm. So this, yeah. this was our decision to take the kids. So of course there was that element that if something happens, you know, it's, it's not our fault, you know, this is not a matter of fault, but you know, you have that responsibility and you're, you're a parent, you know what I mean? You know, you, we, it's a conscious decision knowing that there's still a risk, the government decided that, you know, they're a bit of a lower risk. So they wanted to open up and see how it was going, you know. So you as a parent decide to do it, you know, and, and try to um, corroborate this, uh, this theory. So, of course, you know, uh, the first, you know, week, 10 days, because they say that that's kind of the, the incubation period, 10 days to, to two weeks, you know. So we were a little bit like, I hope everything is okay. I hope everything is okay, you know. <laughs> Um, so in that way, yes, then of course you do create a new routine around the house. It's like when you're on holidays, right? You, you, you bond, you have your new inside activities, you know, you, there's an energy in the house around each other, positive and maybe not so positive, but you know, you're in there together and you know, you, you can make it work. And then it's, of course, it's another sudden change. All of a sudden that's gone, right? Um, I can't say that I, I felt like a, the emptiness, but it was this kind of, okay, it's a new thing again, mm -hmm. you know? So, you know, there goes another change and another change and another change. And, uh, I think, you know, as human beings, we're not that good at managing change or accepting change. Um, but when there's so much of it, you know, then it creates a, a crisis. And I think this is something that, a lot of people who are still or waiting to for the opening up you know i think they should consider because my expectations were so wrong <laughs> I, I thought that i would be going into you know a full-time schedule or at least keeping up the productivity level that i have during the lockdown because i you remember we talked about it and we were very organized you know we had working time slots and it was everything very effective and then all of a sudden you, you get freedom <laughs> and uh, <laughs> that's not good, you know, because the same with creativity comes out from restrictions, you know, like organization and productivity also comes from, you know, some, um, some constraints that right. you have to apply time management techniques. You know, when you have all the time <laughs> in the world, you don't need time management, <laughs> you know, <laughs> so... <laughs> Or you do, but how do you manage all the time in the world, right? <laughs> exactly. You don't need to. You have it. So you just do things. Yes. So, and I think another thing is that we don't realize that the energy and the, the you know, physical and uh, psychological demand that it was for everyone, but I want to throw in there special parents with small kids <laughs> to be in a in a work life situation with everything mm -hmm. together and make it work you know you were in this um how do you call it in this performance 
state, yeah. constant yeah. performance state. You know, you couldn't drop a ball because everything would burst into flames. So you, you keep going. And when all that stopped, we, or I had the expectation to, you know, work as usual. Mm-hmm. And that didn't happen. You know, all of a sudden, I didn't understand why I was so tired. You know, I, I didn't understand why I couldn't keep up to at least the same things that I used to do during the lockdown, which of course was much reduced than before the lockdown. And so I started looking into it and I realized that, you know, we tend to, because we're so used to machines and technology and computers these days and the phone, you know, so we think that, you know, we're just going to sleep and our battery is going to be recharged. And then the next day we can perform until our battery goes down and then we recharge and then we perform until our battery goes down. And Yes, the reality is different. You know, we're still human. And um, there, because everybody talked about this need of being productive and going back to normal and going back to normal, we all felt the responsibility to go back to a certain normal. Mm-hmm. But we're not coming from a normal either. So we cannot, you know, we need a, a, a transition phase yeah. Yeah. as well. And nobody talked about it. So I think it caught a lot of us by surprise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, um, and I think you're, you're absolutely right. And I'm so happy that you mentioned that because we haven't had the, the time to actually acknowledge what's going on and what, not what's going on around us, but what's going on within us. I think, yes. and how, how we perceived all of this and just letting each other know. And this is one of the things that I see in in the teams that I work with as well, is just just sit down and let each other know what's going on. What's going on, how, what my perspective is, how I went through this, how, how today is for me. Is it that, I don't know, do I feel like I'm productive? Am I a little bit disappointed? Am I a little bit um, anxious? Am I a little bit nervous? Am I frustrated? How? How Mm. is that going for you and how is that going for me and creating that space where we can have this conversation and where then expectations are aligned with what is actually going on one day at a time because we, we didn't have time. We went from sudden crisis to then, okay, we're all in this together and let's help each other. And let's, it, it was that boom. And then Mm. it it started to level down and we were thinking, okay, so now what? And then now that things start opening up, so now what? And we haven't had time to actually think about what is going on, how, and how am I in in this whole picture? Mm. And what can I do? Because as you said, I, I then expect oh, wow, once things start opening up, I'm going to do this and it's going to be like this and it's going to be like that. And it's not necessarily because we don't, nobody knows, nobody holds the key Mm -hmm. to knowing, oh, this is how it's going to be and this is how we're going to work and this is, um, the the new normal is like this. Take it. (laughs) Exactly. And it it will fall a lot on you. And then, of course, you come already from a very mixed perspective, fear infused place you know so of course and and 
another thing I want to add to there, very tired <laughs> because you are, you know, you, you didn't have your normal life. You, you kind of trying to keep your life together right now, right? You're really, yeah. you know, closing, teething, you know, it's like, I don't want to, you know, let it go. And that's also exhausting. You know, you don't have the, the reassurance, like until March, we had the reassurance, well, this is my year plan, you know, like I'm going to check in with myself in May and see if I'm up there, you know, or otherwise I'll push a bit harder or, you know, you, you have this rhythm and in three months we had to change all our lives put it into a box that they told us, you know, here's the box, here's the lockdown, try to fit your life in there, hold it close, you know, mm-hmm. and then that's tiring, you know, it's tiring to put it in, it's tiring to hold into it, and then they say, okay, now open it, you know, and then you figure out where each piece goes, you know, so there are all these elements that, you know, they're really much harder to do than we think, yeah. because we talk about the situation in, in theory, you know, we said, yes, yes, they locked us down. Yes, yes, you know, we have to continue being productive. Yes, yes, we have to create a new normal. Yes, yes, this is the few, how the future would look like. Yes, yes, but we're also human, you know, and it will come to a point that we are going to have to just stop. And that's fine. What I wanted to say with that is that it's very important for people to acknowledge that you will need to stop and it's okay that you need to stop, you know, um, and that's something that I talked about productivity with, with uh, somebody I, um, I coach recently. Because we have this guilt, you know, the days that we don't do something that we are being, you know, we're being lazy. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. this is a word that, you know, it's very, okay, productivity is measured over a period of time. And, you know, based on what you are delivering, based on what you said to do. You know, that's how you're being productive. You want to do this and you're doing it and then you get it, right? That's productivity. So it's measured over time. It's not measured in the last hour. I didn't do anything. It means I'm lazy or I took a weekend off, you know, I'm sliding off, you know. (laughs) (laughs) So we have to be careful there because there's been so much talk about productivity also during uh, the lockdown and how important it is to stay productive and, you know, get ahead of the game and, you know, make your own future or, you know, kind of that we really have to make sure that we don't see being productive as being busy all the time and burning out. Mm-hmm. And you know how it is. We're actually productive for five hours a day. That's, that's the max time that we're productive. The, the rest of the time we're productive differently or we're productive, right? I mean, what it's, I mean, productive with a focus, right? I want to be, I want to create something. I want to come up with content. I want to talk, I want to feel like I've done something that's meaningful for me that day. Mm. But the the meaningful part can be for work. The meaningful part can be for home. So I can be productive. And as I say, you can't pour from an empty cup. So you have to constantly fill that cup. That is me. So, (laughs) right. Absolutely. So so I can continue to be productive i need to still do something else that brings in more creativity and more productivity on a longer period of time because it's not a sprint it's a marathon it's exactly exactly that's a very good point uh, that you made there you know it's a it's a long-term um thing yeah and i'm investing <laughs> i'm investing in, in, in myself and we we all are one way or another so um that's 
it, it's, it's good to mention that, you know, pause and stop is good because that means that you're refilling, recharging the battery, as you just mentioned, right? So if, if you think about that, it's, there are different ways in, in which we can do that. And that's okay. Yes. And it's normal. Um, yes. I wanted to ask you, what is the first thing that you did? when things opened up and was it like was there first of all anything that you wanted to do or thinking of doing and what was it <laughs> after all <laughs> was it the same thing you imagined you would be doing or was it something different you know kind of actually i mean i didn't long for something in in particular um as such but uh, I found myself after they started opening the clothes that I took a walk and then I strategically took a walk that would lead me to the center. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and, uh, then I strategically walk in front of a store that I like and then I, I just wanted to look a little bit inside, you know, and then I ended up buying something and I was like, well, it wasn't surprising looking back. I was like, I don't think any of these decisions were random. You know, <laughs> I think when I left the house, I knew exactly what I was doing. Um, but yeah, I found myself going shopping and I thought, well, that's not surprising at all. Of course you went shopping. Like that's what I, <laughs> I do. So <laughs> yeah, that's what I did first thing. Okay. Um, Diana, thank you so much for, for being part of this series and for sharing your experience with going back to new and creating yes. <laughs> the new um, as we go each day. So I wish you all the best in your business and in creating the new future. Thank you so much and thank you for having me and I look forward to hear how uh, things will be for you in Canada when once you start opening up as well. I'll definitely share that. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Thank you, Roxana. Bye. Bye. <laughs>